Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today's Monday, June 13th, and he's back, our president of global sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, you say that with such excitement. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy that I'm back. Oh, stop. Well, welcome back. We all missed you. Well, I appreciate that. It's good to be back. And when she says I'm back, I just had the opportunity to be in a remote, deserted desert forlorn place called Bora Bora, right? All of the above uh, with the Elite Ten. Had an incredible trip, uh, spent time with some incredible people. And it's amazing to be able to sit back, watch them, listen to them and see why they are where they are and what they've achieved. And uh, we'll talk about that at another time, some of the, the, the clues that has, have created their success. But uh, it's great to be back. Coaches, it's Monday morning. It is a wake-up call. It is time uh, to push a little bit harder. I, I want to come back as we're starting this call today. Sandy just mentioned something about Autumn Calabrese and about how long it takes to form a habit and what she led to. I'm reading this great book, and I recommend it to everybody. It's called The One Thing. And it talks about how long does it take to form a habit. And there's a kind of a myth out there that says it takes 21 days to, to form a habit. And this book did some scientific study. Uh, if you want to go get it and look at it, it's on page 58. But they talked about the learning a new habit, but turning a habit into a discipline. And uh, a university, the University College of London did this study. And you're going, give me all these numbers this morning. But they said the point of uh, they called it automaticity when when participants where the power curve when it became a discipline in their lives when it became easy to continue to do this actually took 66 days it went as low as 18 went as high as 254 but the sweet spot was 66 days really to acquire a new habit and I thought about that and I thought about our business and I thought about what you need to do as leaders what you need to do as coaches if you want to help people get the best results in their lives and that's what we're all about doing is helping people get real real results. Yes, we have to get them started. Yes, we have to get them into a program and start them on nutrition, have them see initial wins. But it's not done in 21 days as Autumn recommended and suggested. It takes longer and science apparently backs that up that it takes really the sweet spot is a minimum of 66 days. So you've got to engage with these coaches, these new customers for a longer period of time. That's what the peer support of our business is all about. And in fact, today we're going to be talking about follow-up. So this really hits the sweet spot. But coaches, uh, being Monday morning, being halfway through the month, being in that we're, we're preparing for summit, we have the 21-day fix, the 21-day fix extreme that are out there, these phenomenal programs that get people started. There's simplicity in them, but there's power and there's great nutrition. There's great physical physicality in the programs that help people get results. So you've got to be sharing those. You've got to be talking to people. You've got to be finding out what their needs are. And of course, you know, as you help people, we have this little thing on the back end of helping that we call Success Club. And the Success Club earns you points, which of course this next month allows you to participate in a webcast next month with, with a, a personal development guru by the name of Marcus Buckingham. And this guy is really good. You may not have heard of him, but he talks all about strengths. Taking your weaknesses and not just focusing on your weaknesses, but in identifying your strengths and then 
leveraging them into great results. And I think you're going to be just absolutely inspired and driven to, to, to look at yourself differently as a result of that. But it comes by achieving Success Club. And, of course, our success, our summit promotions, those attending summit, in order to get into our parties, you've got to be achieving Success Club. So make sure that you're dialing in on that. Look at FAQ 3684. And, of course, Carl has also thrown in the month of diamonds, where any new diamonds in their sponsor in the month of June will achieve, uh, will earn a, a T-shirt that's got this cool diamonds. It's Carl, it's one of Carl's favorite shirts. If, it, if that means anything to you or not, I don't know. But it really is a pretty cool shirt that, that uh, Darren, out of our recognition department, has, has created. And there's lots of other things that are going on this month. There's our new po- our Shakeology podcast. Uh, last, we're at the last of our summer sale. And, of course, our Beachbody Grand Challenge uh, voting and opens today at noon, so take advantage of that. But bottom line, coaches, it's, it is Monday. It is time to go help people okay it's help, time to help people get results and you you need to raise the decibel level of your voice you need to to, to increase the energy level uh, that you're bringing and and dig deep and re, re, be reminded of your purpose of what you want and and what will drive that and create that in your life and then Take charge of that. That's what this call is about, giving you the tools to take charge of your life so that you're creating your future. So, coaches, uh, this is a kick-butt, take-name call. You've got to sit up. You've got to take notes. You've got to listen. And right now, you've got to go into this call with some resolve that at the end of this, you're going to do something. You're not just going to go, ah, oh, that was nice. You're going to do something. And uh, I am absolutely positive that Nikki is going to give you some great information to, to, to pivot off of. So, um, all right, with that, it's time for Darren Ashby to tell you who have been doing things in their business. So, Darren, take it away. Thanks, Jeff. Good morning and welcome back. And good morning, coaches. Another fantastic week for advancements. I know I always say that. But, you know, going into Summit, we are just six weeks out. That's crazy. I can't believe how fast it's coming up. Starting to get exciting. Can't wait to see you all on stage at Nissan Stadium. All right. With that said, let's start with our newest Star Diamond Coaches, which will be at Nissan Stadium on stage. (laughs) Congratulations to... Julieta Anzuero, Savannah Armstrong, Stephanie Arnold, Nicole Baer, uh, Ajlan Beer, Sharon Bolzar, Sarah Bullock, Wendy Cassia, Brian Fay, Jennifer Fellows, Allison Hanlon, Megan Kitsy Ward, Lauren Kufel, Wendy Melnar, Lacey Miller, Karen Moeller, Tori Mortensen, Matthew Mrazek, Kate Noble, Christy Payne, Catalina Quintero, Alicia Ranta, Julie Reef. Ashley Roberts, Kristen Robinson, Carla Stewart, Tammy Thompson, Suhail Toledo, Jennifer Vicente, Shannon Von Balsen, Allison Whitorf, Teal Yielding, and Bettina Zime. Now on to the new two-star diamonds. We have Thomas Bilek Jr., Nicole Fiasho, uh, Kristen Gerking, Ingrid Houston, Jerry Sue Simon, Heather Toby, Elizabeth Cherska, and Lori Ville. Our newest three-star diamonds this week, and starting off in a secondary CBC, Tanya Barron, Lynette Connell, Tiffany Harper, Alisa Harwell, Dan Vukmirovic, and Christina Weil. New four-star diamonds this week, Rose Camuto from Canada, Mike Fitzpatrick, Lindsay Gaines, Taryn Garcik, and from Canada, Melissa Patier. 
new five-star diamonds, Lindsay Hay, in a secondary CBC, Christy Kronzer, Mary Neen, and the last two from Canada, Lisa Pastuk and Michelle File. Now on to our newest seven-star diamond coaches. We have Rebecca Bain, Sarah Morrison, and Cheyenne Tracy. Newest eight stars this week, Lindy Galt and Brianne Wetzel. And our new nine-star diamond coach, congratulations, Ruth Schrauner. And we have a new 10-star diamond coach from Canada, Angie Belmar. And coaches, two new 14-star diamond coaches this week. Congratulations, Elizabeth Hartke and Scotty Hobbs. All right, guys, well done, well done. Now, on to the Daily Beachbody Challenge winners for May 30th through June 5th. Each of these coaches won $500. We have Laura Diaz, Adam Lafleur, Dana, Melissa Vanick, Benjo Rees, Tara Doomsky, Thomas Anderson, and Jennifer Leha. Top Success Club Point earners for the week, Danielle Pressjohn, Samantha Burr, Jen Wall, Evie Morales, and Monique Smith. Top recruiters, Angie Belmar, Caitlin Metz, Evie Morales, and Christina Delafortes. And finally, our top challenge pack sales for the week. Congratulations, Danielle Pressjohn, Samantha Burr, Evie Morales, Lauren Wendell, Kate Neal, and Monique Smith. All right, coaches, that's it for this week. Congratulations to everyone on the call today. And we will see you all next week, same time, same place. And please don't forget to make it a fantastic week. Back to you, Jeff. Darren, I don't know if they're going to see us all next week, but they certainly will hear us all next week. But congratulations to everybody. Okay, listen, coaches, uh, great call today. And on a topic that I think is so critical and so key to our business, arguably it could be a vital behavior, should be part of the behaviors that you engage in, should be a skill set that you really develop. But it's all about follow-up. And today we have on the call 13-star diamond coach. She's been in the business business for a little over, I think, two and a half years, 32 months in Success Club. Uh, she's a two-time elite coach, a Success Club 10 all-star legend. And I said 32 months. She's never missed a month. In 2015, she was a top 20 coach, an executive leader on the leadership ladder, throwing all of these things out that are going, okay, okay, who is this person? Uh, we're absolutely thrilled to have on the phone today from South Carolina, 13-star diamond coach, Nikki Johnson. Not Nikki, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Jeff. Thank you. Are you so excited to be on the call this morning? I am. This has been on my vision board for two years. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's been on everyone else's, too. They said, when are we having Nikki? And you are now here. So this is your moment. Uh, but uh, congratulations on all your success, and we're, we are excited to, to have you on the call this morning. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Well, listen, um, a coach for two and a half years, I think you, you, you enrolled, you joined in October of 2013. So just the little the little bit of the backstory on Nikki Johnson Johnson. Who is this woman? Okay, well that's a tough question. But before Beachbody, life was really difficult. Um, my husband and I we had two very small children. We'd been going through quite a few layoffs, um, looking for jobs. I started doing freelance social media and freelance writing and blogging, just anything that I could to make ends meet because we were really going through almost all of our savings before we could put money back into it. 
And it was really hard. It put a huge strain on our marriage. Um, We were just pretty much living day-to-day trying to figure out how we were going to get through life. Um, And add to that the hardships of having really small children, not a lot of sleep. And then on top of that, I had gained over 50 pounds with both of my pregnancies. So I was just really unhappy with myself, with everything that was going on, and that was really, really hard. But I knew that I couldn't necessarily change the job market. That was not in my control. We were doing everything that we could to try to find jobs and to try to make things work. But I knew that I could control how I felt about myself and my body. But I had no money. So I didn't want to join a gym. I didn't want to buy any workout programs. So I decided that I had to figure out what was going to work for me. I downloaded a counting calories app, and I started running in my neighborhood and finding workouts on Pinterest. And I very quickly started seeing the weight fall off. And that was something that gave me joy. It it was making me happy, and I started feeling better in my life and started, you know, treating my husband a little bit nicer. And I knew that I struggled with accountability. So the one thing that I figured I could do to keep myself accountable was to post it on Facebook, post it on my blog that I was on this weight loss journey. And so I started doing updates. Every month I would do a postpartum update, and this is how much weight I've lost, this is what I'm eating, this is what I'm doing, um, and here's a picture. And so from there, people started following me and asking me what I was doing. And about three months into that journey, I randomly discovered T25. It was a random fit club, and I really fell in love with Shanti and the program, and I started incorporating it on my blog, of course, and telling people what I was doing. You know, I had no idea about the coach opportunity. It was just something that gave me joy. So meanwhile, I'm posting it on Facebook and on my blog, my now coach reached out to me about the coach opportunity, and he was somebody I knew in real life. I went to high school with him, so I really trusted him already, and I, you know, I saw that he was doing this coaching thing and that it was really working for him. So he got me on the phone. We started talking. I was still very skeptical of the opportunity. I started doing a lot of research, but really the magic words that he said to me was, you know, Nikki, you're doing everything a coach does, but you're not getting paid. And when you're on about nine months of your husband looking for a job, and you're just struggling, that's like the magic words I needed to hear. And I just said, what do I have to lose? He's right. I should just try it and see what happens, and that's how I signed up to be a coach. Well, you know, you're st- that's a, it's a great story. I guess at the time living it certainly is not a great story, but um, I think a lot of people can relate to some, to some elements of that. And, again, there was an organic nature of what you were doing. And, like you said, when you started posting, you know, becoming a little account, not a little accountable, but a whole lot accountable, that's a bit of a game changer, I found, for most people. You know, because it, all of a sudden, it's, it's for real. As you started and you kind of said, okay, I, I'm in, uh, we, we, something's got to change in our life. I'm, I'm sure that everything just didn't fall into place neatly and all at once. But at the same time, there may have been one of those, what we call those aha moments or refine, defining moments when it kind of started to gel for you. Did you have those moments? Yeah, I actually, you know, was very excited about the opportunity. So, As soon as I signed up and he sent me to my coach online office and all the training, I knew right away that I had to get a challenge group going. But at the time, he wasn't running any, so I didn't necessarily know what that looked like. But I knew I just had to get people involved. So I went in the back office and I looked at some of the challenge group guides and the scripts, 
And I just decided to put it out there on Facebook, like, hey, who wants to do T25 with me? And I had a lot of interest because I had already put in a lot of groundwork, unknowingly, of course, with my blog and with my Facebook updates. And so I ended up hitting Success Club 16 that very first month, and that really was exciting to me. And I saw I was able to afford my Shakeology, and I was able to contribute some income to our family, and I started, you know, implementing personal development that was a huge game changer for me i started thinking positively and just things started to fall into place and i just took that momentum and i just went pedal to the metal and i started watching all the success stories in the back office and i saw the potential and i saw the vision and i just was like i am going to make this work no matter what and this is going to be our ticket you know to a better life and so i just went from there and i really have just used that momentum from day one every single month um, to really just put my all into my business, and I just love it. So it doesn't feel like work. You know, what, one of the you didn't use this word, but as uh, it, it, I wrote it down as you were talking, is is that you know you you came in and and obviously you were you were you were ready to go, and 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 there was a connection there. But the thing that I loved about what you did is you became very curious, and you said I started researching, I started looking, I started you know seeing what was happening around, and I think that's a common element of people that have done well in this business is they become like sponges in that they want to learn, they want to grow, they want to develop, they want to inevitably what happens in those moments is there's pieces that get you excited and you 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 can relate to something there. But that learning and that curiosity is a key part to success. So coaches, you know, you probably ought to do a gut check on, you know, on a scale of one to ten. Am I am I curious or I'm just kinda of happy just being? Because um you you can up the curious quotient, if you will. So anyway, um, so Nikki, we're, we're talking about follow-up today that we're, and if, as we jump into the meat of this discussion. So I'm just going to toss it over to you, and I may jump in from time to time, but let's talk about what it is, why it is, and why is it important? What does it look like? What can you do to get better in that, to develop that skill set? Okay. So I am not a naturally organized person. If you would look at my strengths, I wouldn't choose organization as a strength of mine. So I had a really hard time with keeping track of my conversations with people that I would have in the beginning of my coaching journey. I filled out the memory jogger in the back office, so I had a long list of people to talk to, and I was really great at starting all of those conversations and figuring out if I had a solution to those people's needs, but I would oftentimes leave the ball in their court and wait for them to come to me, or I would forget about them because I was just too living in the moment, not necessarily thinking about them. And then when I would go back and be like, oh, yes, I remember I had to talk to so-and-so about my challenge group, I would go back to them, and too much time had passed, and they had either found a different um, opportunity that worked better for them or a different coach, and it just became really disheartening to me. And I knew that if I was going to take this business seriously and be successful – that I had to figure out a way to keep track of my people. And I knew I always heard top coaches say, like, the fortune is in the follow-up, or a no is just not a right now. And they have all these statistics about how many times it takes for people to be exposed to things before they say yes. So I knew that this was something that I had to do for my business. So instead of getting discouraged and just giving up, I decided to fail forward and figure out how I was going to follow up with people. So Get out your pens and paper, and here are my six tips for the follow-up. So number one, first figure out what you want to track. For me, being a not organized person, if I had to track too many things, 
I was going to get overwhelmed. So I keep a very short list of things that I track. I always talk to people about their goals and what their current fitness and nutrition level is, if we're talking about challenge groups. Um, and then that way I know which program I can recommend for them. So many times we have amazing sales on our programs, and you always hear coaches say, go back to all the people who are interested in the 21-day fix so you can, you know, tell them it's on sale. Well, I didn't have a list of people who are interested in the 21-day fix because I wasn't tracking that. So that is definitely something that I track. I track which workout program they're interested in. I always get their email address. I also keep track of the, the link to their Facebook profile so I can keep um, a name with a face. Um, and then I always keep track of what their goals are and then when we last chatted. So just have a small list of things that I track. You can definitely get more extensive if you're more organized than I am, but that's what you need to figure out. What are you going to track? Number two, figure out what successful coaches do. So when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to use for my system, I went around and asked people what they were using. I also went on YouTube and Google, tried to figure it out. And I tried everything for a few months. If it didn't work for me, I moved on. The first thing I tried was Asana. That didn't work for me. I tried Evernote. That didn't work for me. I had a notebook for a really long time, but that didn't work for me either. So I just had to figure, keep failing forward and figure out what system was going to work for me. Number three, figure out your needs and find a system that works. So basically, I looked at my weaknesses. Where was I dropping the ball with the follow-up? Why were certain systems not working for me, but they worked for others? And where did I need to improve? The biggest thing that I needed, I needed some kind of alerts or a notification because I was good at writing it down, but I was bad about going back to those things. And so when I was looking for a new tracking system, I needed an alert or something that was going to pop up in my inbox or in my calendar that was going to tell me, okay, today you need to follow up with Sally. And I found Streak for Gmail. It's become my number one way of tracking, and people don't fall through the cracks, and I am so much less frazzled. Um, when you have control of your business and control of your, you know, your contacts, then you just feel a little more at ease. And I can set up alerts that tell me when it's time to follow up with each person. Number four, follow up and follow up again. So depending on how my first conversation went with somebody, I usually follow up pretty quickly with them. Um, I would say something like this, hey, Sarah, I just wanted to check in with you to see if you were ready to join my next group. We are about to kick off, and I want to make sure you get a spot if you still want it. If not, no worries. I'll let you know when, they, when I start taking signups for my next group. So I'm never ending a conversation with, something like, just let me know when you're ready. You know, either telling them, like, I will follow up with you at this time point, or I will ask them a question. That way they have to answer me. Because if you leave it open-ended, a lot of times people will ignore you or you'll get crickets, and we all know how that feels. It's very frustrating. So I'm always just reminding them that I'm going to check in with them. I'm going to let them know uh, when my next group is. Number five, grow the relationship. We have to remember that when we are talking to people, we are planting seeds, and those seeds need time to grow. We have to build that relationship. And sometimes people just are not ready to commit. And that's not necessarily, you know, your fault. Maybe they have to gain your trust, or maybe they just aren't ready for themselves. Um, so I find that, you know, it takes more than three follow-ups. I mean, three follow-ups, if, if that is a good, is a good uh, time, but if, usually it takes longer. I have people that take a year sometimes, but I'm constantly following up with them and checking in with them just to see how they're doing. 
Um, and when they say no, I'm not getting discouraged. Um, I just keep track of them and I follow up. Follow up is key. And number six, remember it's about them, it's not about you. So the key to following up is to always remind your potential customer or coach that you remembered them, that you knew they were interested in something that you had to offer, and that you are just there to see if they're ready. Just take all of the pressure off yourself and off of them and just make it a really loving conversation. So an example would be, hey, Lisa, I know when we spoke last month it wasn't really a good time for you, but I told you that I would get in touch with you when I started setting up this month's group. I just wanted to see if now is a better time because I would love to have you in my group and help you with your goal of losing those last 10 pounds. Are you ready? So I always remember to reference their goals or something that we spoke about in our last conversation so that they know that I care about them, I care about their goals, and I'm just looking out for them. So that's it, Jeff. Those are my six tips. So those are great tips. I just want to – maybe a question or two on these. As you look at your – you talked about streak uh, you know, as a, as a follow-up system, and, and as you kind of fell your, stumbled your way forward into, into streaks for something that worked, as you look at your day now and kind of the habit of what you've created, do you, would you say your follow-up is a – you know, is it a half hour part of your day, an hour, 19 hours? Is it, you know, how much time do you spend in follow-up on a, on a daily basis? It really depends on when I have set my follow-ups to, you know, my alerts. And some people have certain days where, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my follow-up days, and they spend an hour following up. And mine, I, I would get overwhelmed if I had that much. So I try to do it in chunks and do about 20 minutes, every day of following up just so I have that so I don't get overwhelmed with all of the follow up. So I think it's just going to depend on you and what you can handle and how much time you have. Okay. And and from a a if you were to and I'm putting you on the spot on on some of these. So just you, you just give us what you got, you know, on these. As you as you look back on your your efforts to create the system for following up. And I think it's fair to, to say you've got to find one that works for you. Uh, you know, some people may be phenomenal just with post-its, okay, and, and moving across a whiteboard or a wall or something like that, whereas other people may be more technical. But if, if you had a do-over looking back and say, here's where I kind of needlessly stumbled that might be a time saver for um, new coaches as they listen to you. Any, looking back, anything you would say, oh, man, this was kind of where I blew it. This cost me three months of my life I'll never get back. Well, I mean, I think the comparison game definitely is something that I struggle with. So when I was looking for a system, I think I thought, oh, well, this works for so-and-so, so this is going to work for me. And so I wasted kind of a lot of time just being like, well, why isn't it working for me? Why isn't it working for me? When I really should have just been, you know, figuring it out right away instead of just, stumbling around and thinking, it works for her, why not me? So I, I actually polled a lot of top coaches, and so many coaches actually use pen and paper and like a notebook system, which I was very surprised with. So any, as you look at the success stories, you know, of the, of the follow-up, any that come to mind that just say, you know, but for me going back, Jeff would have never become my coach. So glad you came back to me. Oh, like personal stories of my coaches? Yeah. 
Yeah, I have quite a few that I would go back to and check in either after they had done my challenge group um, or done a sneak peek and they just weren't ready, and I would go back to them. And then for some reason or another, they're like, you know, I'm really glad that you reached out to me. I've been thinking about making a change in my life, and I think I'm ready. And that has happened to me countless times. I, I don't even know how many times because it happens so often. You know, people in this busy life, they forget about people. And when you reach out and make that connection and, and tell somebody you remember them, you remember what they were looking for and what their goals were, like they feel special and, and they, you know, trust you. And sometimes they're just ready to make that change and you just happen to reach them at that point in their life. Yeah, I think that, that you, you summed up really, again, what we talk about often, but it's this, this you, you make it about them. Oftentimes, I think coaches, newer coaches, less experienced coaches will reach out one time, will kind of, quote, unquote, pitch something, and if there's a hesitation, objection, you maybe not right now, they leave it alone. And then it really feels like all it was about was the sale. Right. Yeah, um, it, the follow-up if done appropriately, uh, like you say, that reminds them of here's why, here's where I remember what you were trying to achieve. It becomes about them, and it becomes, again, this authentic experience that really becomes about helping people. And that's, and, and that's you know, what it's all about. And I, before we just close here, I think also the principles that Nikki has shared carry forward into the business once people have become a customer you know, have become a coach where that system that you've created for onboarding people or the initial introduction also works for continuing to follow up with people. Because many people still come in just as a customer, you know, not just as a customer, but as a customer, and not unlike you, want to then become a coach. But there needs to be someone there following up with them, helping them, you know, seeing maybe you would be a great coach. Is this something, you know, are there needs now that you'd have? Are they financial? Are they relationship? Are they confidence? You know, are they wanting to be part of a community? Those pieces that then can help develop them into a great coach and, and uh, continue to reach their goals. And then, like as I shared before, I talked about this 66 days. There's not just 21 days to form a habit. Uh, there's, there's lots of follow-up that happens after they, they say, yes, I'd like to be part of this for now. So, Nikki, two and a half years later, uh, you shared at the very beginning some of the challenges that, you know, that, were, that were going on in your, your personal life. How has life changed two and a half years into this, into this thing? Oh, my gosh. It's completely changed. Um, I, like, everything in my life is 100 times better I was able to retire my husband from his corporate career about a month after I signed up for coaching. He found a job, but he didn't like it. And so it became my why. I was like, I'm going to retire my husband, and we're going to be able to live a life that we want. And so, you know, he was just commuting, and he would never see the kids. He would have to leave for work before they would get out of bed, and then he was home after they were in bed. And it was just not the life that I wanted my family to have. It's not the life that I dreamed about. Um, so once we were able to bring him home, just everything started to fall into place. Um, we actually just moved to Charleston, South Carolina, near the beach. Um, we bought a bigger home, and now we're expecting another child. And we just live our life the way that we want to live it, and we're so happy. And, you know, I just have this amazing team, and it's just the best friends I could ask for in this business. And it's been 100% the best decision that I have ever made. 
Well, we appreciate your leadership and your contribution and uh, congratulate you on the things you've been able to to achieve. And, you know, it's, I know for coaches that are on the call, sometimes they we package these calls, right, where we say, okay, you've got 20 minutes to tell your story and tell your coaching tips, and and it feels all very tightly woven without loose ends. Um, but there are lots of loose ends, and it's but it's it's the doing. Uh, as you talked about figuring this thing out, you became curious. As you were figuring out uh, how to get better, you kept exploring and like as you shared stumbling forward failing forward and that's you know that is such a key part to this business is you've got to be doing and you've got to be exploring and be creative and find the thing that works that works for you but again it's being active so yeah uh, nikki thank you so much for jumping on the call for being so well prepared and we look forward to your ongoing success thank you so much for having me jeff all right, Nikki. Well done. Thank you so much. Coaches, good call today. Such a key piece to this business and one that is it's a skill and it's a habit that has to be developed. And as Nikki so uh, pointed out so well, it's something that you might have to struggle through a bit in order to hit that sweet spot. But that's like every single thing in the business. You've got to keep working. You've got to give yourself permission to not be perfect and to figure it out and to refine and to, to, to get it better. Um, just, just closing with a thought. Um, I, I just had the last week or so to spend with the top, uh, with the elite 10 coaches and we, we take time to tell their personal story and it's, I, you wish you could bottle it and bring it back and share it, each of their individual stories, um, with the world. And on one hand, whereas I'd like to do that, there's almost a sacred nature to their stories because they've developed these relationships and the setting in which they tell these stories, they really uh, share some, you know, some, some moments in their life that have been so critical. But one thing that I noticed about these individuals is this, is, uh, and this is going to be high level in nature, but there's three Ps, not to be confused with the six Ps that I saw. Each one of them had a deep sense of purpose. We talk about it being our why. Uh, but they found a purpose in their life that burned, that, that moved bigger than all of the, all of the hurdles, um, all of the headwinds. Uh, they wanted something so badly that they would push through whatever it took. And so their sense of purpose was extremely deep. Then what they did next was they set and created their priorities. They looked at the business and they understood well what they needed to do to be successful. Uh, and typically... They were heavily, heavily, heavily focused on the three, on the four vital behaviors now. They're principally on sharing and on sponsoring, uh, inviting people into the business. That's the lifeblood of the business. And they learned and knew that they had to become very good at that. And that became a priority for them in their life. And they knew that there would have to be imbalance as they did that. And then the third P was they became extremely productive. They worked, and they worked, and they worked, and they worked on doing the right things at the right times. And those three Ps, the purpose, the priorities, the productivity, uh, were, were just, just oozed through this group. They realized that success is linear. It's not sequential um, that, or simultaneous, that you have to build brick upon brick. And as you stay in there, the business 
builds and the business becomes more successful. And if you're a brand new coach, I think you not I think you absolutely absolutely need to understand that that it is a brick at a time. But you have to know what your purpose is. You have to you have to prioritize uh, in your life, and you have to keep at this. So coaches, um, it's Monday. We're halfway through the month of, of June, and there's tremendous opportunity. We have our best selling products available to you to share right now in the 21-day fix and the 21-day fix extreme. People want to be fit. We have the solution. We've got the solutions in that product and in other products like no other company in the world. You are the people that we've chosen, that we've selected, that we've asked to say, hey, be the voice. Share your story. Okay, It's a developing story, but share that story. Do it courageously, and with that courageousness comes great success in your business. So coaches, go after this thing. Don't sit back. Don't hesitate. Go. Uh, make this week an absolutely phenomenal week so that you're achieving the purpose that you've set in your life. That's what this is about, and you're helping other people. So a um, little revved up today after this trip, after seeing these great people, but uh, some, there is something for everybody on this call, and we want you to be a big part of that. So, Sandy, uh, with that, we'll toss it back to you. Thanks, Jeff. That was very cool. I appreciate the three Ps, which I was just memorizing the six Ps, but these are great. Um, anyway, the uh, replay number, we'll get that replay up in about half an hour, but here's that number, 832-225-5065. Make it a great day. Bye-bye.